Our guest is Stephen Jones, who is the Flair Airlines President and Chief Executive Officer, joining us from here in Vancouver with some good news for travelers heading to U.S. destinations who don't want to go to Bellingham to go there. Stephen Jones, good morning, and thanks for joining us. Good morning, and a beautiful morning here in Vancouver. It absolutely is. Now, Flair Airlines is Canada's ultra-low-cost discount carrier, and you've uh, made, announced a few, four new U.S. destinations reachable from YVR here in Vancouver. Tell us more, please. Yes, that's right. Uh, so, Flair, as you said, is Canada's only true independent ultra-low-cost carrier, and we currently fly to 20 destinations around uh, Canada. So, from coast to coast, uh, Flair is covering you with affordable fares, and we were thrilled to announce the expansion. Uh, so we'd be flying not only domestic Canada, but also flying from eight cities in Canada down to six cities in uh, the United States for a total of 21 new routes. And uh, as I understand it, four new routes from Vancouver will serve Burbank, the greater Los Angeles market, Palm Springs, Mesa, which is basically Phoenix, and Las Vegas, correct? Absolutely right. And we're also servicing Las Vegas from Abbotsford from the, um, uh, when we start flying there. So now let's talk about prices, Stephen, because this is not only is it going to be cool to just go to Vancouver or Abbotsford to jump on a, a plane to blast down to Vegas or one of these other destinations. The other half of the equation is how little one can expect to pay. Tell us more again, please. Absolutely. At Flair, we believe that Canadians have just been paying too much for too long for airfares. It's ridiculous, the prices people pay. So uh, we'll be having everyday low fares. Our fares start uh, from between $79 and $109 on those destinations. And while those are promotional fares, we'll be keeping our fares low all day, every day. That's the heart of our business model is keep it simple, keep it efficient, and pass that on to people in terms of low fares. Perfectly understandable and very desirable from a traveling consumer. And you're talking to a guy who loves to travel, Stephen. But I guess the the other question that is begged because of that is, how are you going to manage to pull it off? Because, uh, uh, yes, there's pent-up demand that you're counting on heavily, I can imagine. And there's plenty of it to count on. But my gosh, making the math happen uh, at an ultra-competitive time, pretty challenging stuff. It is challenging, but it's also very simple. You know, the the low-cost model is a very simple model. The difficulty people have is, is sticking to it. Um, but we've got ultra-efficient, brand-new aircraft, and so the it's like having a new car, you know, very efficient, low on gas, um, doesn't need to go into the shop much in the first five years other than what, right. um, what's scheduled. And so we just keep with low, low um, brand-new aircraft, we keep our costs low, um, and just offer people what they want, none of the stuff that they don't. So it's um, it's actually not that hard. It's happened everywhere else in the world. If you go to the United States, as you said, to Bellingham, uh, we go to Europe, go to Asia, everyone's got this model except for Canada. So it's time that Canadians benefited from truly affordable fares. So would this be comparable to what uh, European travelers would, would think of as Ryanair, that kind of low-cost carrier then, Stephen? Yes, absolutely. Or Wizz Air is, is another one there. And, and, you know, these are the most successful airlines in the world because they right. keep their costs low um, and uh, allow prices to, to follow and, and then demand everyone wants a piece of it. 
I suppose the question that a lot of other Canadians are asking is, how did you find a place in the marketplace? As I understand it, the Canadian airspace and air travel industry is pretty tightly regulated for carriers of uh, from any other country to finally get a deal where they can land in Canada is, is a major diplomatic score, for crying out loud. Canada is very protectionist about its aerospace and industry. How did you manage to find a spot, elbow your way into 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 your current position? Well, firstly, Flair is a Canadian airline. So um, in terms of the regulations, uh, any Canadians are, are able to start up an airline. And so um, Flair, Flair is very much a Canadian airline. So that side of it um, really wasn't difficult. And then it's about having the, um, I guess, the ambition and the, the energy to bring this to market at a time when uh, when we're in a pandemic now, I actually think the timing's very good because we've got uh, brand new new aircraft available at short notice. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are plenty of pilots available who are willing and keen to come and work for us with years and years of experience on other airlines. Uh, the airports are very accommodating and wanting to have us there, and um, of course the the competitors are still also dealing with um, with the pandemic themselves, and so. It's actually, uh, ironically, a perfect time to come to the market. Interesting, because, of course, uh, the larger your your fleet and your corporate uh, presence is, the more expensive it is to stay in the game, correct? Well, not really. It's actually, you, you get economies of scale. And so, yes, in absolute terms, obviously, the more aircraft you've got, the more you know, jet fuel you need to buy and the more um, pilots and cabin crew you need to hire but you've also got more seats to pay for it. And so yes. the, the bigger you get, you get economies of scale. And so you're not adding a lot of extra overheads. You don't need another CEO for every aircraft we bring in, but we do need mm. more pilots. Um, so economies of scale actually help us drive our prices down, which um, makes the, the whole formula work better. You've, you've talked a couple of times, you mentioned pilots and staffing issues. You know, we've ha- had a lot of conversations, Stephen, with people in the hospitality sector, and they're experiencing serious, real staffing problems, uh, shortages, people just not available. How about in the airline industry, which has been sidelined for so many workers for so long? Are there people who have moved on or are there lots of people ready to get back at it? There's absolutely a lot of people ready to get back at it. When I think about the pilot hiring um, of all of our new pilots coming in, probably half of them are Canadians who were previously working in the industry here in Canada and had mm-hmm. lost their jobs or, or chose to come and work with us. The other half are pilots that have been working for airlines overseas, you know, such as some of the uh, the Gulf states, the um, and they've lost their job there, and so they're not flying at the moment. Um, right. Many of them, are, you know, come to us with 20, 25 years of experience on um, on big passenger jets, and so fabulously qualified pilots um, willing to come in and, and be part of our, our vision. So recruitment issues simply aren't a problem with Flair Air. Look, I think the whole market is definitely tightening, um, you know, so cabin crew or um, our, our office staff, um, we can feel it, but um, when it comes to pilots, there's fantastic pilots available, and we're very glad they've chosen to come and join us. Indeed. Where's uh, Flair Airlines' uh, corporate headquarters, Stephen? The corporate headquarters is in Edmonton, um, and uh, we have aircraft based in five different bases. So we have aircraft based in Toronto Pearson, in Kitchener Waterloo, 
in Ottawa, uh, in Vancouver, and um, from the 1st of August in Abbotsford. Interesting stuff. Well, we certainly wish you considerable success uh, ferrying British Columbians for inexpensive rates to fun destinations once we get all clear to to get the heck out of town, Stephen. Thank you very much for doing this this morning. We appreciate it. And as I say, good luck with this uh, venture. My pleasure. The name of the game is Low Fares, and so come to Flair for those Low Fares, and we'll fly you around. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.